You're listening to the Misfit Island Podcast. I'm Felicia Bauckham. We are two misfits who are exploring the intersection of social political issues, current events, and the personal development industrial complex. Join us on this journey of exploration, whether or not you're a misfit. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Hi. Hi, Felicia. Hi, Anadeta. <laughs> okay, so welcome. So today... We, how are you doing? So let me just like, well, the first episode. So I'm Najera Chaputo and I have my partner in the podcast here, Felicia Bocum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how, like, well, how are things going today? I've been thinking I am doing, we you know we're actually recording this episode, which is the we're gonna going to discuss burnout in the age of COVID nineteen, and as we're recording, um, I personally, I guess, what Felicia will share, but I'm on my eighth week of being home um, in Miami, Florida, and it's you know it's getting kind of tiring at times. Uh, but aside from that, I am a little bit preoccupied with what's going on. Um, in our, in our country, in the States, um, not only with the pandemic, but also with some of the racial injustice that we are experiencing. But that's sort of like, personally, I am doing good. How about you, Felicia? How are things going for you? Well, yeah, overall, things are okay. I'm sheltering at home, sheltering in place in a suburb of Charlotte, North Carolina. And, um, I can tell you because I've been tracking this because I'm a bit of a nerd sometimes. It's been, uh, as of this time, it's been 56 days since this pandemic has been declared and uh, about um, 37 days since North Carolina declared the stay-at-home order and actually 41 days since Mecklenburg County. So, yeah, I've actually been keeping track of the days. Um, (laughs) And I'm like, wow, she's giving numbers. <laughs> I'm not a mathematician or, or anything like that. Um, although it was one of my favorite subjects in school. But yeah, so I'm I've been I have been keeping track that way. And I'm I'm here with my husband Milton, and we have four cats who are I can't say that they've really noticed if we are at home more than usual or not. But um there is a meme out there somewhere about how dogs are just happy that you're home and cats think that you're the loser that you are and you got fired from your job. So I don't know, maybe that's what they're <laughs> thinking. Um, I do try to maintain a sense of humor about this, like most of humanity, you know, trying to, you know, just you know, make sense of, of a lot of this. And I've probably spent too much time looking at the news as well. So I have definitely got some, uh, some days where I'm not looking at social media or the news. So to, in order to keep, you know, some sense of balance so that's totally. me in a nutshell for sure yeah yeah so Felicia I know burnout is sort of like your expertise and as we've been talking we've been having several conversations and we we're talking about burnout in the age of COVID-19 so tell us a little bit about that and then I'll join you too yeah um so for those who don't know, I have been in the life coaching, personal development 
space for a number of years officially I guess you know with my business since 2016 although you know I've got a background in psychology I've got um, some a certain amount of years in the corporate American corporate America space and and one thing that I kept encountering personally and one thing that has definitely been in the news at various points in time has been the subject of burnout and that's you know so something about that topic fascinates me and so I've you know on on social media platforms you know as you know if you have an online business you're supposed to be marketing and doing all that kind of fun stuff so I primarily focus on Instagram and I've been posting stuff on there about different aspects of burnout mostly pointing to the cultural aspect it's not just personal it's not just that a person has a hard time managing your time or whatever but there's a, some very you know salient cultural pieces to this but then when the pandemic hit it didn't make sense I had a bunch of posts re- prepared but it didn't make sense to talk about burnout then um, mm-hmm. and it, it just it seemed like there were much more pressing issues to mm-hmm. deal with yes. um, back in March when this was officially declared uh, an, an issue and people started, you know, shutting things down and all sorts of things. So yeah, I found that, you know, people were really, including myself, of course, adjusting to this new reality, quote unquote reality. I mean, and reality is always changing, but it, we're, we're adjusting to this new thing, you know, how to, you know, go to the store now, you know, how to work from home or, you know, if you lost your job, dealing with that and all of the, ramifications of that or you know and then then there were people who still had to go to work regardless of circumstances but then they also had to deal with having to deal with with workplace safety and making sure that they were protected and making sure customers are protected so it's lots of stuff going on there and me talking about you know how to deal with burnout or how to handle it didn't make a lot of sense Mm mm-hmm um, so I didn't, and, yeah, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm dealing with all this too. So I think, you know, really what seemed to make more sense at the time is to talk about how to be calm, how to deal with grief, I mean, especially if you lost a job or your routine changed in some way. Um, and lots of emotions and feeling those emotions, not pushing through them or pushing them away, but, you know, accepting the, any sadness, accepting fear. I mean, there's a lot of fear about our health, uh, fear about other people's health. You know, there, there was just a lot, and still is, a lot there. I mean, that's, that's, still, that's still very much the case. And I definitely saw in, in the personal growth space how many people were putting out, you know, they have webinars and Zoom calls and Facebook lives. And I came up with this new program on how to be more calm and how to deal with anxiety and how to be more resilient, which is all good stuff when dealing with uncertainty. No question. But I think the thing that for me, I, I didn't put stuff out there, you know, I didn't put stuff out there like that as far as like trying to, you know, create a program or trying to create a, a community per se, because I felt like I still, there was still a lot that I didn't understand about this particular thing. No one, as far as I know, alive today has been through a <laughs> pandemic of this magnitude. Definitely. Yes. We're definitely living um, a time that none of us have lived before. All yeah. of us. Pretty much. Yeah, I would say, yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we've had, you know, we had the H1N1 some years ago. We had the Ebola, the Zika virus, the swine flu. We had all that in the past, but they were under they were under control. And there's a lot to be said about mm-hmm. the country's response, the various countries and their responses yes. to this pandemic. We'll talk about that definitely <laughs> another time. Uh, yeah, whole other topic. Yes. Um, but for now, suffice it to say that, yeah, in the beginning, you know, it didn't make sense for me to try to promote myself on the burnout piece. But really, you know, as much as I was trying to calm myself down, I was putting out some posts about calming people down, not really inviting people into, you know, Facebook, 30 day Facebook lives on how to deal with stress. I mean, that didn't, to me, that would have been more stressful, actually. <laughs> that, <laughs> kudos to the people. You'd be adding some stress to yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, Facebook in and of itself is stressful. A whole other topic as well. So as things were changing, though, as things, as time went on, as you know, more and more news comes out about, well, everything, I started noticing how, and, and it was particularly, it particularly, um, the one thing that resonated with me the most, I guess is what I want to say is, you know, back in March, you know, people are talking about opening certain people, um, one person whose last name begins with the letter T, talking about... <laughs> Opening the country up for Easter, wanting packed churches for Easter. And then you had various politicians and other government officials talking about opening up the country. And, yeah, we might have to sacrifice grandma, but the economy. Because, you know, I guess, you know, the unemployment figures were coming in and, you know, people were losing their jobs. And and um, we had the stimulus package was in, you know, in a, I don't know if it was quite... Um, in place yet or still being talked about the first one anyway and so there's all this talk about well but the economy it's sinking and we need to open businesses and yeah well vulnerable populations but yeah well that sucks and I thought to myself this is the problem this is the ideology that has led to burnout and here is why these cracks in the system is the inequality. The people saying, yeah, we need to sacrifice grandma, but were they going to sacrifice their grandmother? Were they going to sacrifice themselves? Were they the ones mm-hmm. who were going to work at the grocery stores and the restaurants yeah. and the meat packing facilities and in the fields, you know, picking produce? You know, they're sitting in their offices saying, or you know, they're, they're sitting there on Fox News saying, well, yeah, we just need to open things back up, but were they going to be the ones to do it? Yes. No, I totally get you. Totally, totally get that because it's it's very easy if you don't have to do something that you can say it's time. And we have one of the things that I could say, although I don't want to steer clear from today's um, topic, but I just want I do want to add that since you mentioned about this whole thing about getting the economy back on track is how this pandemic, for those of us who had not seen it, um, and although I know some of us are still not wanting to see it, you know, we, it, this pandemic has really showed the cracks in the system and has really shown how for many corporations and we live in a system that definitely puts profit before people. Yep. Yep. You know, it is definitely profit before people. So, you know, I don't want to steer, I don't want us to like, you know, uh, we're definitely, we're going to be talking about these things a whole lot. So, 
I was just thinking as you were sharing regarding the, you know, people putting out stuff, you know, people in, I'm a coach as well. Um, I'm a life coach, you know, people in the personal development, putting out things. And for me, I'm not, you know, one of the ways I experienced burnout this, um, during this pandemic was actually, cause I'm not big on really watching the news, um, TV, but I was on, I noticed that once at some point, cause I was working on some projects, um, and I wasn't, I wasn't as busy. Uh, once things started slowing down for me professionally, I was spending more time on social media mm. and I kept seeing like there were so many live, so many Facebook lives, so many um, Instagram live. Like, cause it's like right now when I go on my, I, on my IG, um, I can't even see, usually I can't even see my friends um, stories before. Like what comes up is all the lives cause they get priority. And I think that's very much, it does a lot of noise for us. And we can get burnout. So aside from many of us are experiencing burnout from what, constantly watching the news, but I think there is also a burnout on social media because what happens is that everybody that used to do things in person has shifted. Have, they've shifted to, you know, doing things on on virtually. So that causes like you know, just the other day I was on Facebook and I see this even happening and that even happening and that even like you know things that are coming up. And I was like, I get that they're good and they probably, you know, they're sharing valuable information, but in a way it really feels like, and a lot of it is about COVID-19. It really can, you know, we can really experience burnout from like feeling like we need to be attending these virtual things or we need to get productive. And there's this whole message around, oh, you have all this time now you need to uh, be productive. You need to come out of this with a new skill. You need to come out of this with a, you know, those of us in the personal development, we need to come out with this big program. <laughs> oh, you know, I saw somebody said something about like, oh, you know, now you can see that you used to think that if you had time, you would do this and that. Well, time is not the issue. And I'm thinking people, we're in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are, the people are dying. I mean, Yes, I'm aware that the percentage of people recovering from this, and even if you look at the person, the percentage of people who are who have contracted the virus is low compared to the population and compared to even you know the survivors. But still, there's a huge number of people who have died from this. There's a huge number of people who are sick. There's a huge number of people who have been negatively impacted by this. I mean, in a way, all of us have. And um, this whole productivity, this whole thing of like putting, you know, we have already have pressure. We have systems putting pressure on us on our day-to-day -day lives. And now with this pandemic, we're dealing with all of this pressure. And every time you turn around, you it's all about COVID-19. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it gets a little tiring to, to constantly read a, a news update to, and I don't spend as much time on social media, but even there though, to, to read some, some sort of news piece there, assuming it's actual news and not a disinformation campaign. Um, mm -hmm, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's hard to see all this stuff. And then it's like, well, then what do I do about this? Like, you know, the constant drumbeat of, and, and well, and I, I use the term drumbeat and this is bad probably. 
I don't mean drumbeat, but you know, there's the constant bit about how communities of people of, of color are being decimated. And how, what, what do I do about that? How, how can I, I mean, to mm-hmm. read about it in, in multiple places repeatedly, it's an unfortunate thing, definitely po- points to the cracks in, you know, like the environment, you know, some of these people are living in places where um, corporations are polluting the environment. So it's affecting their water quality. It's affecting their air quality. They don't get the health care that they need. They don't have the funds to get the health care that they need. Um, And historically, people of color, communities of color have been on the receiving end of very, you know, punishing or, you know, very, um, negative consequences of corporate action, of government action, especially when it comes to austerity. And that, so I'm reading all this and it's like, well, then how am I as a person of color? What am I, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, it, yeah, it, it, and that, that in and of itself creates a, there's this emotional spin cycle that, that happens. And then if there's another piece of, okay, now there's animals and, you know, and how, they're impacted and uh, how pe- animal shelters are impacted and and what about the animals at the zoo they miss seeing human faces and the th- somewhat lighter news in that regard so how <laughs> all this stuff and it's like I, I can't go to the zoo and i can't i'd like to adopt a dog but milton doesn't want a dog so there, there's there's um i guess what i'm pointing to is there's also the emotional toll that it that you know, I, I feel that, you know, with just the, the totally. collective toll of the, the, the suffering as well as what's in the news as well as what's online. Or even, you know, if if Milton were to tell me something that he saw in the news or it, it's there's mm-hmm. a lot to deal with. And I think that very much affects, like you were saying, Najeda, about the, the whole productivity mantra that affects how people can be mm-hmm. productive as far as you know like running their businesses or doing their their work for their jobs or you know things like that it it's hard to focus it's hard to concentrate i there's been a number of people (laughs) yeah yeah i complain about the think pieces but i still read the think pieces and there have been a few that have said their brains are working much lower in some cases it's hard for them to remember their google gmail password um it's there's a lot of mental and emotional energy resources that are spent trying to deal with this pandemic that it makes it harder to deal with productivity. Now for those people who really do and have created, you know, mountains of books and op-eds and they've also, uh, they got a, a, a community of goats that they're herding and they made blankets for them. And they've also created a spaceship to go to, Mars, and they have a group program with 200 people, kudos to you, but not all of us have that kind of energy or desire at this point in time, or probably any time, but definitely now, to do all the things. Um, and yeah, that, and that, you know, the thing is, it's interesting how much of that, that mentality around productivity in businesses is very steeped into our culture, which is a huge part of the burnout. I think some people feel like if they're not doing 
if they haven't written that book by now, if they haven't made, you know, three healthy recipes a day, every day throughout this pandemic, that they are somehow not good enough. They haven't done enough. There's a certain amount of guilt. Yes. Yeah. Those days where they just don't want to get out of bed and they, they feel bad. And, um, I, I, I know I've certainly felt a certain amount of that from time to time. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Actually, as you were sharing, Felicia, I was thinking about myself. I don't know if you recall, because um, Felicia and I, we were in a program together and that ended uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I, it was, I think, probably like, I think we had our last session or something, uh, our last group coaching session, like right around the time that we, I started, you know, being at home. And I think probably Felicia, we started within the next, that same week or the next week or something. And I remember I was like, you know, I think I may have shared with you guys in the group or that I was going to, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to finish all these books. I had books from the library and I have other books that I bought. And I have to say, actually, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm really having a hard time reading any of these books. Yeah. I am noticing I can read an article and, you know, Felicia and I have been like sharing articles. If we see something, I'm totally fine with reading an article. I am re and that, and sometimes I start thinking, I start feeling bad because I'm like, you have all this time, you know, now, you know, you have time in your hand because you can't go out anywhere. So the times that you're, you're not working or doing something, you know, and I, have been really for me that's one of the ways that in I don't know if it's anxiety that I'm not even because sometimes I do feel pretty relaxed but I am noticing I am having a hard time with that that's one of the ways that I feel that I have been impacted by this yeah I seem to I don't know I don't know if it's because I don't have the attention span to just read because these are also very deep Mm. books so I don't know if it's that's what it is I don't feel it's like there's not even an interest to touch them, you know? Um, that's, you know, and what you were saying regarding the collective a couple of weeks ago, I found myself feeling really depressed. And I don't want to say that everything is like all rosy and great with my, you know, with my life, with my personal life. But I have to say, thankfully, I'm grateful that I'm in a pretty good space, Um Actually, I'm so great. In a way, I'm like, wow, it's thank God in a way that this happened in this moment for, you know, but I mean, not that I, you know, obviously not that I want anything to happen. You know, I would have wanted like this to happen either way, but I realized that the the depression that I had been experiencing has very much to do with the collective, what's happening mm-hmm. collectively. Because, you know, you know, people are losing their jobs. Some people don't know if they're going to be able to, if they're going to lose their homes yep. later on. Because the relief that they've gotten from the government doesn't cut it. I mean, that one check, and you know, let's not go there. We'll talk about that another time. But just to say that, you know, that, you know, they don't know if they're going to be evicted at some point because right now I think some places they've been said, you know, they can't evict anybody, but I think there's like a three-month thing. But then after these three months, yeah. what happens? You know, there are people who their home 
is not a safe space. Um, and then there are, you know, we know at least, I don't know, I know personally, I'm actually, I don't know if Felicia and I have spoken about it, but I know people who have lost people to the, to the virus. I know people who have gotten sick and recovered too. But just to say that basically what I was trying to say is that I believe that I was experiencing the depression, the sadness that I was experiencing had to do with the collective because collectively many of us you know we're we're suffering because of other people suffering that's what you know many of times we don't realize how connected we are to each other yeah yeah absolutely it's um we're definitely connected and i think you know for some of us who might be you know more sensitive to those energies it's going to impact us Mm -hmm. in you know deeper ways and um i i I do feel at times I have you know, had these this just wave coming out of nowhere of of feeling sad or feeling powerless or hopeless, and not because of any outside trigger, but just feeling that. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and then choosing to sit with it instead of trying to push it away by you know doing something or telling myself, "Oh, it'll all be okay." I, honestly, I don't know if it'll all be okay. I mean, we, we want to act like, you know, we have this, yeah. t- typically in, a, in the United States, we have this kind of, um, and there's nothing wrong with optimism in and of itself, just this kind of perspective that, you know, we're at war with this thing and we're going to rise up and we're going to conquer it and everything is going to be great and hunky-dory like, you know, it was with, I don't know, World War Two, um, I guess I don't, I don't know. Um, there's mm-hmm. that 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 American yep. optimism that is that I'm I'm seeing in some of this. I thought I read a, a report somewhere, and I don't know how true this is. I didn't watch any of the press conferences, but uh, that they were going to shift them to more you know success stories, you know businesses that were succeeding through this or have succeeded and. Instead of and and I get talking I get it talking about all the deaths and all the cases yeah that's that's yes that's not especially if it's especially if some of those numbers involve people you know um, that's depressing mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think talking about successes I think it's a little too soon for that and out of place definitely I mean definitely and and. That is the thing, and it's it's very much, and in a way, it can seem like actually, like I think it was over three three weeks ago. It was probably even almost a month ago that somebody told me. Oh, somebody said that, you know, by July or something, or you know, or even by the end of the year, like the the U.S. economy is gonna be back to the way it was prior to this. And I was like, what? Are you and and who's this going to be on the backs of? I mean, I guess I mean think about it. Yes, the, yes. The the people who benefit from you know the stock market going up and from you know the GDP, the GNP, all those things are not the the workers necessarily. It's not the people who are actually doing the work, doing the production, and I'm talking about everybody from you know, the grocery store workers to the people who work at a bank somewhere and an air conditioned or heated office, depending on where you live. Um, they, that, they, these are not the people who are benefiting from the economy going back to the way it was. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But we have collectively internalized this idea, at least in the United States, well, most Western countries probably. Um, well, for sure, I think Western countries, but yeah, you know, also probably beyond that, we we have to just work hard and we just have to pull up our bootstraps and we just yep. have to plow through and we just, you know, whatever it takes, even if we're ill or someone else is ill or we miss little Johnny's baseball game. I don't have a little Johnny, but I know lots of people do. Um, we just, you know, mm-hmm. the, the work takes precedence. Work is our identity. Work is where um, we find all of our meaning, all of our purpose. And without yes. it, then <laughs> we are just, why are we here? We're just wasting oxygen. Um, Work is also how people are able to pay for their homes and pay for food and in the United States get health care. But even in so many jobs, yes. people mm. work, but they still don't have health care. Mm. But all the politicians, the ones in the in D.C. anyway, can talk about most of them. Um, there are exceptions. All the ones, all they can talk about is, well, we just need to get the economy running, and no, we don't have money for universal health care or Medicare for all. Um, sorry, but the markets. I just, yeah. <laughs> is it any wonder that there there is so much disillusionment? Um, that there is so much. I mean, people are rising up and then now there are conversations happening. I mean, we may not be marching. There are some protests in the street, but it's a different kind of protest. But people are talking and they are they're on Zoom. <laughs> One of millions of Zoom calls have been happening when you talk about being online to Jada. I was thinking about the millions of Zoom Im- invitations I've gotten as well from various sources. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, Zoom yeah. is uh, definitely a very active platform these days. But, you know, people are talking and, and it, it's so I know we're not alone here talking about how, you know, how, um, how this pandemic has opened up the cracks um other people are and this is an opportunity to to make these changes but i think part of it is getting over the ideology that we just have to work and um that's be all and end all Definitely. And I think, you know, one of the things is speaking, I was just thinking about burnout in terms of like the fact that we don't know when this Mm -hmm. is going to end. Like being home and not knowing, we don't know when our lives is going to get back to normal. And that can, that can create, that, that's, that's Mm -hmm. an emotional hope, you know, because, because sometimes, you know, um, I mean, if obviously, you know, people who are really, you know, struggling financially in terms of like, they don't know if they're going to, they don't know how they're going to pay the rent. Um, think about the domestic violence. People don't face, you know, a lot of people like such asshole. <laughs> and, and it's like, uh, you know, you don't know if maybe the, the, this kid is not safe at home. The school is the mm-hmm. safe space for them, place for them. Um, the, the women who's being abused at home, I mean, they've said domestic abuse went up. Uh, but just to say that, you know, not thinking about even any of that, just those, you know, those of us in the group who are like, you know, who, who so, you know, who are okay, you know, who are not really, at least we're not worried about certain things. We're safe at home. 
we're we're even being home all the time is is actually it it drains you you know and you're not able to connect with people so just to say um we we do it we understand why we need to do it but we don't know when it's gonna end and all of that can create like that you know people can get depressed that's why for me i make sure Mm -hmm. i go for a walk every day because uh, for me i love nature you know so it's important for me to get out i had a friend of mine she hadn't been out for over 30 days the other day we got her out we were like she's we're not in the same state a few of us from different states we got on the phone with her and we all went walking as we were talking on the phone on sunday morning because how it's it's important you know because we and she's also like one of those people she feels like she needs to watch Mm. the news every day and i i was telling her you don't have to watch it every day because you know there's nothing that you can do about it in the moment so yes we need to be we need to know what what's going on but if we're really if we're basically um consuming it and we're very much allowing it to consume us too that is totally unhealthy you know and um talking about what you were saying with the so many zooms i'm very mindful i get these things too and actually i missed one that i wanted to watch yesterday um i don't know if you got this it's a, the one on oh, yeah. sectionality with hey Actually, um, I have the link to watch it on YouTube because I, uh, but either way, but basically I'm very mindful because I know that if I'm like, oh, let me, let me, the next thing I know, I'm actually going to be this feel, I'm going to burn out, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, so I just thought that I would like really share that. And one of the things I did for myself when I was feeling that depression and stuff, although it happened during that time too, I decided that I wanted to, th- I took a Facebook, like I, I took a social media break. I think I wasn't on for like a good, um, I probably wasn't on for, I took a couple of days here and there, but didn't really post, wasn't spending a whole lot of time. Maybe went in, if I needed something, went in for like maximum five, 10 minutes. And I did that and, for like over a week because I needed it because I was like, okay, you know what? It's so important to turn off that noise. And right now the noise is coming from social media. Cause I'm not big on CV. I was like, okay, I need mm-hmm. to take that break, you know? Um, but definitely, it, you know, I think that's another reason why we were having that issue. I mean, obviously we've been home for a very long time, but you know, for those of us who not feeling really productive for those of us who are not working, uh, because, you know, our job is closed, you know, we're not working from home, a lot of that. We, it's because our work, like you were saying, and I saw this, this tweet the other day where it said that, you know, it's okay, you know, if you're feeling like you're not doing enough, like doing things is great, but doing stuff has nothing to do with our work because we, our society has taught us that, you need to be doing, doing, doing. And if you're not doing, doing, mm-hmm. doing, then you're lazy. You are a loser. Uh, you're not good enough because our work is tied to the, like the, 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 you know, what we put out, the productivity. 
you know, what we're working on. That, that's, that's what our work is. And now here we are where we're stuck at home and there's a lot of, you know, there's, that can totally um, get people feeling that burnout. Yeah. It, it may be feeling like uh, that they've, they've got to be even more productive because they're at home because they're not, uh, you know, their time's not taken up with, Yes. With driving to work, for example, yep. or, you know, they're mm-hmm. um, not spending as much time in the store or, you know, some, you know something like that. And obviously, you know, sports yes. is out and um, hanging out at the mall is not a good idea. Now, granted, as, as of this recording, some states have opened some things up, so that may not be true in all places. But at least where I live, <laughs> it's, yep. yeah, that is you're still pretty much Maybe, shut yeah. down. So it's like, well, now I have this extra time. I'm going to fill it up with things. But, you know, that's a mentality, too, that I, that, that contributes to, to burnout because there's no space to actually be, to listen, to connect with what do I really, what would I really want to be doing right now? What do I really want to have right now? Um, and th- yes. there's no room for, for feeling. Or if there is a feeling, then it's, you know, if it's an uncomfortable feeling, well, I'll just do this thing over here. Or I'll eat this thing over here. Or I'll watch this thing over here. Or I'll scroll through my social media feed and, and, and try to just you know, forget about that feeling. And then you know, those, those feelings do build up or they, mm-hmm. they, they come up at some point. Now, they don't just go away. You may not feel it anymore in the moment because you're distracted, but they don't just go away. And um, so there's there's the mm-hmm. the emotional load that builds from from that. And so, but for whatever reason, um, many of us were conditioned to not feel our feelings, to not talk about what we're going through. Don't feel. Don't trust. Yes. Just deal with it by mm-hmm. yourself. Um, and if you are burned out, whether it was before the pandemic or now, then there must be something wrong with you. You can't hack it. You're not strong enough. It's your mindset. You know, there's, there's something about you that's creating this problem. But one of the things that I keep pointing to when I talk about burnout is not your fault. Now, granted, you know, certainly certain choices may have been made, but those choices were probably made because you didn't realize you had other choices to make um particularly around especially Mm -hmm. around work but um but yeah i i go back over and over i tell people it's not their fault it's not our fault it's not your fault it's very much a combination of systemic issues or the structures that are in place the narratives that we've been told about how to live our lives how we need to move through the world or these days at home and um (laughs) (laughs) how we oh definitely because we are being told Mm -hmm. what we're told yeah exactly we're told how to be at home (laughs) (laughs) how to be in your own damn house (laughs) yeah You know, get that, get those, you know, do those do-it-yourself projects. It's time for you to do that garden. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's time for you to start, you know, start growing your own food. It's time for you to, you know, that that paint job, whatever it is that you need it. Because, hey, you need to use that time to be productive because, you know, you've been wanting time to do things, you know. And that that's why a lot of us are feeling 
um, a lot of us feel mm-hmm. we're disappointed in ourselves because we're we're being fed and we've been taught we've already been taught all of this but now where we're home like i said we're they're telling us how to be at home as well we're we're being told how to how what to do during this mm-hmm. pandemic that we need to come out of this with like projects done you know like you can't just be i mean i think it's great to do stuff if you feel like it and my whole thing and i think for lisha you very much you you know that's one of your things about we you know in with your coaching and that's one of the biggest advice that you always talking about is about mm-hmm. showing ourselves grace that has been something that i've had to do several times to myself um this time because like i said i'm not reading those books <laughs> <laughs> or doing or just not feeling like Last week I had one day where I did not do anything. <laughs> that sounds PJs relaxing actually. <laughs> I know, I know. But guess what happened? I have to tell you. I did not enjoy it as much as I would have because in the back of my mind I was allowing that voice that is what society has mm-hmm. taught me that I'm being lazy and I'm not you know I'm not enough I'm look at me look at what I'm doing and then I realized and I was like you look at this I had a day where I could have just chilled and really enjoyed like you said have a relaxing day but then I didn't even enjoy it as much because I I was like there was like this mm-hmm. battle within me because I was judging myself. Yeah, we 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 um we create this sort of yeah, How this sort of I war with ourselves like for resting, for relaxing, for just mm-hmm. simply being, going with the flow. There's there's this that's that somehow wrong, and there's something wrong with us for for going with that. I experience that too, and I'm not gonna not gonna lie, and I, I very much have that you know, kind of a, a type A perfectionist approach to life but it was adaptive I mean it's after you know years of being told that if I didn't make the good grade if I didn't do well at Mm -hmm. work if I you know didn't reach a certain milestone by a certain time that I was somehow a failure so it was you know my you know type Mm -hmm. a tendencies was a, a, a response to that and I've really spent some time not only talking to people about not doing that, but, you know, practicing that for myself and being more, like you said, you know, showing more grace, being more gentle, um, not trying to do all the things, tackle all the things. I read, I bought a lot of books recently, but I finished one, a grand total of one book. And I'm proud of that. That mm-hmm. is good. That is okay. I will finish the rest of them over time. But yes. right now. Yes. I mean, and like you said, too, I think you yeah. know, some of the books, they have some really deep subject matters. So it's like, yeah, probably not the best choices right now. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah. Right, being yeah. okay with, I just finished one book in all this time. And the however many days I said, we've been doing this, I, this, the shelter in place, I, or yeah, however many days I've finished one book. Yes. Yeah, no, no. And, and, you know, and that's the thing. That is the thing. Like yesterday, actually, 
I decided because I was like, because that's what that's been my thing too, you know. Um, and that's why for me, one of my things, you know, just so people can know more. Although I'm sure you know they they've heard it in the introduction. I'm very much about us getting to know ourselves, like really, um, you know, discovering who we are. And one of my things, that's why I think it's so important to do so, is that as much as I have been really learning these past couple of years about really feeling my feelings and allowing myself to even, you know, be with whatever comes up, you know, um, I also, like what I was saying, basically, like how I said a couple of weeks ago, I really felt depressed and I was experiencing, I spent a good week or so where I was experiencing these highs and several lows. And at some point, you know, well, when I kind of like was sort of like I got out of it, but I was still, I started saying, okay, you know what, I need some structure in my day. But so basically what I wanted to say is that I started saying something. Yes, I'm allowing myself to feel. And I also need to gauge, like, I need to check in with myself to see, okay, is this right now I need to feel? I need to really allow this? Or am I ready to move on to the next where I need to push myself a bit to actually Mm -hmm. do some things that I said that I would do? Um, So it's sort of like knowing because, and that is the thing, it's not from coming from society but it's for myself to check in to see, okay, is it time for me to like push myself? So like, for example, yesterday I created a list of like a few things that I needed to do. Very simple, even an email. Like I had to send two emails that were important for me to send. They were on that list. So things that wouldn't take me a long time, you know, going through the mail for a couple of days, you know, and you know what? It actually felt good that I did it. But I just, you know, I, you know, I was like, okay, oh, I got these done. And I had to, there was something else I needed to do. I don't recall. But either way, but I had a few other things. But just to say that I did it, it didn't even take me, you know, but but it's like, and I felt good about it. Um, So, so it's like having that balance of knowing when is it that I just completely need to allow myself to just be, you know, vegetate and not do a whole lot. And then knowing when is the time to kind of like push myself and what do I need to put in place in order for it to get done. And all of that still just being in that place of like being, you know, showing myself grace, you know. Um, And that is why I think it's so important for us to really know ourselves and know what works for us and being able to listen to that voice within that inner knowing that really knows when it's time for us to like make the shift or to just be yeah where we absolutely are, there's know? that balance between so. you know getting lots of rest and then getting things done and and that balance is going to vary i mean it's not 50 50 but it's going to vary with each person it's going to vary each day and yeah and definitely um again you know grace and gentleness comes into play here and um so yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's definitely I do agree with that for sure. Yeah, totally, totally because um that is that is so so important that um yeah, cuz I know and then for myself, I guess like I said, I mean, you know, I have I I have to say in the beginning of this I was so busy 
because uh, I was working on some projects that I really was like, I would spend like a good five days or so and the TV's not on to say something. I'm going to say it. I might be a bit like there was a there's a curfew in Miami. I oh. didn't know about it. This is how much that I I don't watch. The thing is, too, is that I have to say a lot of times I would turn when I do when I did turn it on the days that I turn it on. But like I told you, I could go five days without watching. Sometimes I would click I would get on the one of the local channels website or something. But I guess I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention, which is how I didn't even know. But um, I would put CNN. So really, CNN is not giving the local news for my area, you know. But it was probably like um, a week ago or so that my brother stopped by to drop drop off something. And we don't go to, in, you know, we don't really, we don't go inside each other's homes or stuff like that. And so he, I had to meet him to get the stuff from him outside. And... That's, and he was like, him and his wife were like, yeah, we need to go because they're, you know, before the curfew. I said, what? <laughs> curfew? What are you talking about? And that's when I realized apparently there's a curfew. I don't know if it's been lifted. That's, you see, I don't even, that, because I, I don't go out at night. I, you know, I don't go out in the evenings and that maybe that's why, you know, but I, I think it's, it goes from like 10 to 5 or 9 to 5, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., something like that. But just to say, you know, one of my things is that um, when, you know, it's important that we don't, we need to stay informed, but don't consume it on a daily Mm -hmm. basis or all day, you know? Um, And also don't watch the news, like especially channels like CNN and and MSNBC. And the reason why I'm saying that is because they, or Fox News, if that's what you listen Mm -hmm. to, because they're like constant, like it's not like the local channels where the you know the local NBC where there are actually shows and other things. But just to say, you know, I um, I would I mean that's one of my things has been is just um, not watching because I don't think it's healthy. It's not really healthy to be watching it every single day, and I would even say definitely not several hours a day or all day. You know, that has been my way of like really and and also like I was saying, like for me, it's like, oh, there's like there's because there's so much information. And then in the way you feel like you have the time. So you're seeing this, you know, this Facebook live or Instagram live. Although I'm not a big fan of the IG live because the whole thing of the comments coming in front of me, because Facebook, there's a way that you could remove it. But IG, <laughs> we need to figure that out. I don't think they can hear me. I find it so like it's this it's disruptive for me. It, it, I mean, I do. I've watched some of them, but I just I don't know if I really want to consume like get information like that. But anyway, like Zoom and stuff like that. Um, I've really just been like, okay, I don't want to be signing up for every single thing that I'm seeing because then you know it becomes too much. So it's like we need to be mindful. And also mindful the information that we're also, um, you know, that we're also, you know, consuming, that we're reading, being mindful of that. And actually, I was telling Felicia right before we started recording this is how, you know, I'm Haitian American. So in the Haitian community, I, I think other communities too, but, you know, they use WhatsApp a lot to like share information and other things. And I... Don't 
look at my WhatsApp all the time. I don't look at everything that comes in and I also control um, what I read. When it's something that I know that is not in alignment with me, I might check it out at some point or I might just, maybe I'm not in the space to read it right now. So it's another way of also protecting my peace mm-hmm. and also having boundaries for myself, um, being mindful of what I'm, what I'm consuming and also saying no to that. I don't need this right now, you know? Yeah. And it, this is <laughs> um, certainly so, not yeah. about like, and you're burying one's head in the sand or, you know, pretending nothing's happening and everything's okay with then. So everything's okay without too. Um, this is, this, um, mm-hmm. very much about, you know, respecting what, how much we can take in, how much we can be, you know, exposed yes. to at any given time. And some days it, or some moments it might be more and some it might be less and maybe certain types of news is triggering and you just don't want to go there and that's okay. Um, and yeah, and so just respecting, yes. you know, really respecting that and not feeling pressured somehow in either whether that's internal external pressure to stay on top of every single thing um or feeling like you've got to respond to every single thing or you've got to respond to every single thing in a certain way or even some things or you know nothing maybe you don't respond at all you take some time take some steps back and just you know sit with things too um but definitely um it's about boundaries about having that you know that what's that relationship with what's happening with the news with social media and 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 looking Mm -hmm. at that um in a way that you you get you know what you need you know basic stuff maybe um and if you want to go broader or deeper Mm -hmm. you, you can do that too and if it's too much then that's you know totally okay to step away and you know, knit some blankets for your herd of goats or whatever you have, whatever animals of are your preference. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> a lot of it comes down to listening to oneself. Definitely. And definitely. And I just wanted to add also how I think it's important. I mean, again, I don't want to feel like, you know, at least for myself, it's been important for me to do mm-hmm. the things that I enjoy. Like, actually, I found myself, actually, sometimes I actually, <laughs> if they listen to this, oh my God. But anyway, I mean, just to say, I have I have been connecting with, um, with people in my life, like relatives and, you know, friends that I hadn't, that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you, you tend to be so busy, everybody, but now what, what are we doing? You know, it's like, okay, when we're like, okay, let's do a family gathering and we're like, okay, well, where are we going to be? And it's like, okay, you're going to be on the call unless you have another Zoom call, you know? But just to say, although I think sometimes some of them, if they can drag so long, but for me, for the most part, they've been very nurturing. So it's, it's something that I enjoy doing. I actually really enjoyed that mm-hmm. in spending time on social media, you know? Um, you know, dancing, the nature time. So that's another reason why I think also it's good to know ourselves and to know, you know, I love listening to music. So I listen to music every day, you know? And so it's important to know that and to do it because I also think these things will help us get through these, this time and this moment. Um, because I think that's, I don't think I can overdose on this 
Although I think sometimes you might need the space from, that's why I was saying you might need the space from the constant Zoom with, with family members or even if it's with friends because you need that space as well, you know. But I think that if it's, you know, for you, that time for yourself, the nature. For me, sometimes I'm like, can I just, I wish I could just yeah, stay outdoors. Screen is nice, <laughs> you know. Yeah, being outdoors. Yeah, being outdoors for sure. You're, yes. Um, oh, wow. You take phone with you or something but it might be helpful for music you don't have to look at the screen but yeah just minimizing or stepping away from the screen and then that applies to tv screens too not um because that can also sure there's been a lot of Mm -hmm. netflix and hulu and amazon prime viewing over the last couple of months more so than usual as well but um but yeah getting away from the screens being outside in nature it's still it's starting to get warmer here, unfortunately, but it's um, still pleasant enough to be outside and, and get some fresh air and, and walk around and, you know, keeping distance from everyone that um, that's also out and about. So that has, that has been nice. Totally. Totally. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I hope, you know, so I hope, you know, like I said, we'll leave, uh, we'll leave it at that for this time. And I hope people enjoyed this. I hope they got something from it. I heard, I hope they heard some of themselves in it as well. And if you enjoyed this, leave us a review. We've got plenty of material that we talked about here that we can expand on in the other episodes. So stay tuned. Oh, yes. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Definitely. Okay, great. Yes, thank you, Najeda. And thank you, Felicia, for joining. Thank you. Thank you for this. Yes. Thank you for listening to us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of something to reflect on and have conversations with the people in your life. We release an episode every two weeks on Thursday. We would appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our podcast as this will also let you know when new episodes are available to listen to. Leave us a review and keep coming back for more. We'd love to hear from you through your feedback and appreciate your reviews as they help others find our podcast as well. Until next time, be well. be sharing your thoughts with us you'll send us questions and i'm really looking forward to this journey and i really want to thank felicia for saying yes to join me in this journey when we when i brought up the idea of partnering and doing this and she was a yes so i'm excited i'm excited too thank you for najeda for for bringing this up and coming up with the idea and coming along on the journey Okay, great. Okay, so until next time, so go ahead and um, listen to episode one, who's already up. And um, we, like I said, so sending you all so much love. And until next time, thank you. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Be safe.